Yeah, I got a feeling that somebody is thinking, is this church? Is that a church song? And yes, you are in church, and that is not a church song. It's a cool video that came out in 2016, and when it came out, it spread all over the world. And I never heard of this until about a year ago when we were in the corona lockdown, you know, and my grandson came over and he introduced this song to me, and we just would dance around the living room and run around the couch, and you know, it just makes you happy. This song makes you happy. And as I look at this song over the next year, every now and then I'll pull it up on my computer screen, and you know, it has some meaning to it. This song has some meaning, and we're going to talk about that today, because in this song I realized that people, no matter what they're doing, they can be happy. You know, you have the guy that made the donuts, you saw that, the the businessman with his suit on. He was, you know, just so happy and jumping around. The, the, the guy in the grocery store. And then you have the auto mechanic that fixes your cars. And then you have just everyday things that we have to do. The lady at the laundromat. And, you know, they're filled with life. And I don't know if you heard it. At one point, it said in the song, I got that sunshine in my pocket. I got that sunshine in my pocket. And I just love thinking about that, putting a little sunshine in my pocket as I go out during the day, wherever I'm going, I have that sunshine in my pocket. And I do believe that as Christians, we can put a little sunshine in our pocket. Now, I know it doesn't say that in the Bible anywhere. I have never read that it says in the Bible, put a little sunshine in your pocket. But we know as believers in Jesus Christ that he is the one that puts that sunshine into our life. He is the one that lights us up as we go out into the world. But since I saw this video, I really like thinking about it, putting that little sunshine in my pocket. You know, putting Jesus in my pocket and taking him out with me because he is with me. He lives in me and he goes wherever I go. And it's just kind of a cool way to think about it. So I want to encourage you today, think about as you go out into your week, putting that sunshine into your pocket, into this world as you go. You know, we all face difficulties in our life. There is a point where you will face a difficult situation. Believers and unbelievers face difficult situations. Troubles come our way. Pain come our way. We see people dying around us. There is so much going on in the world right now. But you know, those that do not believe in Jesus Christ, they have a sense of hopelessness about their life. They become confused over their purpose on this earth. And they begin to seek out ways to maybe get rid of all the pain that maybe they suffered in their childhood, or maybe they lost a job, or maybe they lost their loved one, whatever it is that comes against us. The unbeliever, those that have no faith in Jesus Christ, they seek out other things to, to, to make them feel happy, 
or to get rid of all that pain and all the anxiety that they have in their life. And maybe it's, you know, they turn to alcohol. Or maybe they think sex. Sex is going to make me feel so much better. And they go from partner to partner. And maybe it's through drugs. And some even maybe think, oh, if I just had money, if I could just have a lot of money, all my problems would be gone. And I would feel so much better about my life. But we know as believers in Jesus Christ that we have a purpose on this earth. We can move ahead through any difficult situation with confidence. We have the confidence to know that we will make it through a difficult situation because we know God's promises to us. We know that he is there with us, that he will guide us. We will not be shaken, but we will dance and we will be filled with joy in whatever is happening in our life. We can overcome any situation that comes against us. You know, about two years ago, I went to the doctors and they told me I had breast cancer. And for about a week, I was really sad and upset and kind of angry. Why would this happen to me? Why, 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 why? You know, sometimes we do that. We question why things happen. Why? And I just kept thinking, you know, I've been such a good person all my life. I've been in church. I did this. I did that. Why do I have to go through this? And I was, I was, I admit, I was a little angry. But you know, I remembered God's promises. And that's why it's so important that you learn the word of God. Keep them in your heart. So when difficult times come up against you, you will remember all of his promises. And I remember in Isaiah 61, 3, it says, put on the garment of praise. Put on the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. So you see that heaviness that came over me. Oh, I have cancer now. I put on that garment of praise. And I began to praise God for all the wonderful things he did in my life. I began to listen to music and open the word of God more than I ever did before. And I started to read that, Yes, my days are numbered on this earth, but God has promised to give me a long life. He has promised that I will not die, but I will proclaim the good news of healing that he has brought into my life. And you know, when I kept that garment of praise on, I actually looked forward to going to chemotherapy. And I know that sounds funny, but I could not wait to get there to see those nurses they, for some reason, they liked me maybe because they wanted to, you know, talk in English. And I was trying to talk in German, which was not real good. But it was just fun. We had a good time there. And I met some special people in that room. I was able to sit there and pray for them. Because none of them, you could tell, none of them had that spirit of praise on their life. And I actually look forward to getting there the next week and to see those people again and to see them smile when they saw me coming. Oh, the American girl. You know, that's what they called me. But you know, it was fun. 
And I walked to the Martin Luther Hospital for 28 days straight when I had to go for another therapy. And you know that? Putting on that garment of praise was a special time to walk to that hospital, to look up into the heavens and to remember, my God is good, my healing is coming, I will live a long and prosperous life because of him. And I walked there, I kind of shuffled there really, and back home again. But those were special days in my life. And you see, Whenever we go through difficult times, we can still dance. We can still be filled with joy. We do not have to be discouraged because we are in the Lord's hands and he is in our pocket. You know, King David tells us that joy is even deeper than happiness. Happiness is, a t- is temporary because it is based on our circumstances. You know, you, maybe you get a new pair of shoes and you're just so happy for those shoes. Oh, I finally got these shoes I've been saving for. And you know, you walk around, you don't try not to step in poop on the sidewalks. You know, you, you want to keep them really clean for a couple weeks because you're so proud of these shoes and you want everybody to see them. But you know, after a few weeks, it's not the same. You just realize, yeah, they're just shoes. They're getting dirty now. They're stinky, and they're just, you know, shoes. But joy, listen to this, joy is lasting because it is based on God's presence in our life. We understand the future of our life, and that helps us have that joy within our hearts. You see, we can have joy knowing, thank you, God, that I can get out and I can walk I can go to my job. I can wear these sneakers. Thank you, God, that I can afford to buy these sneakers, that you have given me a job. You see, that is the deep joy and hap- in our hearts. Yes, we're happy for those sneakers, but after a week or two, you know, they're just sneakers. But we have that joy that is deep with inside of us. It says in Isaiah 12, Let all the people shout and praise with joy because great is the Holy One. In the New Testament, it tells us in the book of Luke that all the believers began to shout and sing as they walked along. They began to shout and sing as they walked along, praising God for all the wonderful miracles they have seen And heard about. Now you must remember in those days the believers had a terrible time. It was very hard for them. Today we have it so easy. We can come in this place, nobody bothers us, we can go out and do our thing all week long. They did not have an easy life. But yet, they continued to praise God for all the wonderful things that they saw and what they heard about. You know, I'm always so amazed at meeting people that say that they believe in Jesus. They're a Christian, maybe. They're a believer. But they're, they're always upset about this and that. And they live in constant turmoil, never liking anything. 
They have a job and they hate that job. You, in this video, you see these people, they were just happy to be the donut maker or fixing a car, a businessman, whatever it was. They're just happy. And as believers, we need to be the happiest people on this earth. We need to be the happiest people living on this earth because we know where we're going. And I believe that the enemy, the enemy of this world, wants to take away that joy, that deep joy. He wants us not to go out with that sunshine in our pockets. He wants us to walk around, moping around. Oh, I have to go to this job again today. Instead of, hey, I'm going to this job. God, I know next year I'm going to get a better job. They're going to see how great I am. But the enemy of this world does not want us to live like that. He wants us to walk around the streets with our heads down. Looking, maybe looking at our phone. Did you ever go out there and see how many people are always looking down at their phone? I'm sorry, but I just do not think that is a good habit. We need to lift our head up, look around, see where you are going, and see all the wonderful, precious people in this city that need a Savior. Look at the trees and the buildings, what God has given us. But instead, we're looking down, we're reading the news, and we think, oh, this world is terrible. What are we going to do? Oh. And it's true. When I first moved to Germany 18 years ago, a colleague of ours took us out one day for, you know, like a little tour around the city. And she was here five or six years before us. And our, my husband and I and our two children, Lena was 12, Andrew was 16, and we were just so amazed, you know, walking around, looking at all the buildings and the streets. And back then, you did not have Google Maps. So we had a big book that had all the streets, like a map book, and it was huge. And we'd be looking at, oh, there's that street, and trying to figure our way around. Just, you know, we're a kind of a happy family. We like to laugh and look at things and enjoy talking as we're going. And after a few hours, this colleague, she turned around to us, and she pointed like this to all of us. And I'm like, mm. she said, do not smile in this city. Do not laugh. You're smiling too much. And we're like, oh. You know, we didn't have phones, so we weren't looking at our phones. She says, when you go into the shops, don't smile. Just get what you want. And I thought, oh, well, okay. You know, I'm new here. I don't know what's going on. So the next few days, I tried to stay in my zone. Don't look at anybody. Go into the shop and don't smile. Don't say much, which I couldn't anyway. I didn't know much German. 
So I really tried hard for a few days to zone out everybody around me so I wouldn't look suspicious. Where is she from? But you know, after a few days, I thought, this isn't right. I can't live like this. I can't walk around this city moping and staying in my zone and not looking at anybody and smiling at somebody and going into the store. And so I went into the rave that day and I walked up to the bakery. And I thought, okay, here goes. And I smiled at the young girl there and I said, I want three. I put my fingers up, you know. I didn't know the numbers yet. Three, three donuts, three donuts. And she looked up and she smiled. She said, oh, you speak English. I said, yes. And we started the talk. And you know, every week after that, I couldn't wait to get back to see that girl selling the bakery goods. And every time we would talk and she'd have a big smile when she saw me coming and I would have a smile. And I started to buy six donuts just to help her out, you know. But I thought if I would have went in there in my zone and just said, give me three donuts. I mean, she would have never talked to me. She'd think, where'd that woman come from? But you know, we can't miss opportunities to speak life into people as we go about doing what we're doing. You see, it says in God's word, 1 John 2 tells us that we are living in this world but we are not part of it. We do not love the world's ways and goods. The book of Psalms is filled with so many promises. The Lord is our strength and our shield. Trust him with your heart. He helps us and our heart is filled with joy. And we will burst out with songs of thanksgiving. It says we will burst out. It doesn't say, well, well, thank you, Lord. Yeah, you did this today. We will burst out. Thank you, Lord, for what you did. It's a miracle. We can't help it. We're like these people in the video. Just, oh, we're so excited what God did. The Lord directs our steps of the godly. He delights in every detail of your life. Serve the Lord with gladness. Honor him with thanksgiving. Praise his name with dancing. Praise the Lord with dancing. Lift up holy hands and praise the Lord because this is the day the Lord has made. The book of Proverbs tells us, chapter 17, that a merry heart does good like medicine. A joyful, a joyful or cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. Matthew 5, you are the light of the world. Let your deeds shine out for all to see, for all to see so that everyone will praise your heavenly Father. And in closing, I just want to tell you all, 
how truly blessed I am to be here in this city and to be serving the Lord with all of you. You know, this church is filled with precious people. People that are opening their homes for others to come for our community groups. People that come here 7 o'clock in the morning to set this auditorium up and set up the lobby so that we can pick up materials. Some are here till 7, 8 o'clock at night on Sunday nights. And we have our children's workers. There's just so many, I can't even name them all. But it is so encouraging to see all of you serving the Lord your God and your faithfulness, your faithfulness in giving to this church your tithes. That allows us to be in this place. You see, if you were not faithful in giving to the Lord's work, we would not have this room. Maybe we would be out in the forest or the woods somewhere sitting in a blanket. I don't know. Maybe some of you like that. But your faithfulness enables us to be here so people can come and find a new life. Find the Lord. And I'm encouraged by many of you praying. You know, Pastor Steve asked you last week to pray for him. As he traveled, he had many flights and connections, and everything went smoothly. He was able to get on every flight, no problems. His luggage showed up. It was just really... We knew that all of you were praying for him this past week. And, and as Andrew said, he's there now over the weekend. And, and it's just so cool. He sent me some pictures of all the men that were there for the conference yesterday. Men, you could just see they're just filled with passion for the things of the Lord. So I just want to encourage you, you know, when you get that feeling... When you have that feeling, just dance, dance, dance. It doesn't matter what anybody says. just doesn't matter what they think. And when you go out this week, put that sunshine in that pocket. Put Jesus in your pocket. He is within you. But just think of it that way. He's coming with me in my pocket. Maybe you're here today and... You don't even have Jesus. You don't know who Jesus is. I want to encourage you. Do not leave this place without Jesus in your life. Do not leave this place without Jesus in your life. Because today is your day. You cannot waste one day. None of us can waste one day. Every day cannot be wasted. We must use it to do something good, to bring happiness to somebody at their place of work, in your building, at your school, wherever you go. And after this service today, I want to encourage you. Come up to the front. I want to pray with you. I want to give you one of these packets. It's a Bible and some materials that are going to help you to get started and I want to encourage you, come back to this place every Sunday for the next year. 
because your life will never be the same. You will learn. You will be around godly people who love you. They're going to pray for you. They're going to help you. If you're not from Berlin and you go back somewhere else, find a church. Get in that church and commit to being there every week. And you will see what God will do. Now, in closing today, there's one more thing we're going to do. And, you know, I love music and songs. So we're going to listen to another song in closing. This song actually was released in 1995. So it's kind of an old song. But I just love this song because it's so encouraging. It tells us, light up your world because each of you, God has us all strategically planted throughout this city to light up this city, to light up this world for him. And he is calling us to go out and do great things for the kingdom of God. And we can't do it if we don't light up our candle. We can't do it if we don't take that sunshine out in our pocket. We can't do it if we're always looking down and not looking up and seeing the wonderful things that he has done. Now, at the end of this song, you are encouraged to stay and just sit in your seat for a minute and reflect about it, pray. You can leave. You can get up and leave. I know some of you have to go get your children. And you are also free to walk up front. I will be standing here. I want to give you that Bible. I want you to start this day a new life with Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen.